All right, welcome to the first of its kind, world-changing manufacturers network. Lisa Ryan has her ears to the ground and her heart in the game. Get ongoing education and new connections right here with Lisa and the manufacturers network. Buckle your seat, listen, and spread the word. Here's Lisa. Hey, it's Lisa Ryan. Welcome to the Manufacturers Network podcast. I'm here today with Chip Hautala. Chip is CEO at Motion Source International. He's an experienced business owner and C level executive with a demonstrated history of working in the machinery and manufacturing industry. He has business development skills working with startups, sales development, budgeting, business planning, and team building. Chip, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lisa. Glad to be here. Chip, share with us a little bit about your background and what led you to Motion Source. I founded Motion Source in 2012. We're entering our 10th year. Before that, I had been involved in industrial distribution, lubrication, and hydraulics with another company. I was the CIO and CFO there. And after they let me go, a number of our Suppliers had contacted me and asked me if I had want if I was going to start my own company, and I said, "Well, I really hadn't thought about it." And after five or six of them came to me and said, "You know, you really should start your own company," I did that. That's how Motion Source started. So you were obviously doing something right if you have vendors and suppliers that are coming to you and wanting you to start your own company. So what do you think are some of the things that you were doing right right off the bat? Because I know that you have a a pretty cool culture over there and for 10 years you've been doing it. So really, what do you think it was that made those people reach out to you? I think it's because in the former business I was in, I had hired actually every single person that worked there. I take a team concept to them, an old ball player. So people sometimes say a small business is a family. And I say, no, families can be dysfunctional, but teams work together and teams always have each other's back. So I had developed a team mentality and uh, I carried that over into motion source. Plus my word is my bond. I've never gone back on my word in business. I think that counts for something as well. And how have you incorporated that team concept into Motion Source? What what does that look like for your employees? Everyone works together. JFK had a saying that a rising tide lifts all ships. And so we have profit sharing here. We have some benefits that make it possible for everyone to work together. We have split commission. So if You were one of our salespeople, Lisa, and you didn't quite know enough about this, but there was somebody else in the building that did. They can work with you on that, and they're going to receive a commission too, and you're going to receive a commission. So everybody wins in the end. So again, I'm I'm big on quotes, but there's a Bruce Springsteen quote that says, nobody wins unless everybody wins. That's kind of the way I run the business. Well, and that's such a unique outlook when it comes to sales, because a lot of times you have one salesperson and they go in and they close the account and they get all the commission, even though a lot of other people potentially help them do that. So it sounds like you created something that allows everybody on that team or more people on that team to win. Exactly. It's a team mentality because 
everybody wins when we win. It's a matter of making sure that everyone is taken care of, everybody does their job, and it lends to a more cooperative environment. And so what does it, we, that, that covers the commission. How does the profit sharing work? When the company makes a profit, which we've been making for many years now, at the end of the year, we sit down and we say, okay, we're going to divvy this up among everyone and um, everybody gets an equal share of what the profit is. I don't need to be a multimillionaire, so, but everybody, I always tell everyone here, you know what, this is the way I feed my family, but this is the way you feed your family too. So let's stick together on this. Let's work together. And it's led to an incredibly high employee retention with us. Yeah, it sounds like it. What are some of the, do you have specific um, stories or incidents of maybe somebody who came from another company and really got involved with the profit sharing and some of the things that you're doing that they have shared with you of the reasons that they stay with you? Well, you know what, probably that one of the, a really good example I have is our national sales manager, Heather Pucci. And she came to us, she was actually working for a recruiting, recruiting firm, and I was um, looking to hire another salesperson. And she kept send, sending um, applicants over to us, and I was interviewing them, and I said, they, they're just missing something. They're just missing something. So finally, she came into the office, and she met with me, and she said, Chip, I'm sick and tired of sending you quality people, and you're rejecting them. What are you looking for? And I said, I'm looking for you. I mean, I'm looking for somebody like you, and that's what I'm looking for. And she said, are you offering me a job? And I said, yeah, I think I am. And she had zero experience in industrial sales, but she was doing industrial recruiting for a long time. She came in, and I said, it's going to be tough because you're going to have to learn all this stuff. You're going to have to learn everything that we know. But if you're willing to do that, you're going to make a hell of a lot more money than you're making in recruiting. And so she committed to it, and she was a salesperson for a number of years, and now she's our national sales manager, and all of our salesmen report to her. So I think that's a success story that we have. Well, and it really says something, too, about, especially in an industry where it's so hard to find people to begin with, with industry experience, of what you did of looking beyond that and finding somebody who had the personality, had the drive and was willing to make the commitment to the industry and really kind of taking a chance on them that it worked out really well for you. Well, I always say this, as long as you don't quit on me, I'll never quit on you. And you're never a loser until you quit trying. And as long as you keep trying, I will keep working with you. You know, she had a rough first year, I'll be honest with you. I mean, she didn't do very well in sales and I lost money on her the first year, but she kept trying, she got better and she evolved to the point where she was one of our top salespeople and she had some management skills and she became sales manager after that. And everyone's responded very well, which is interesting because we're in a very male dominated industry and she's a female sales manager. So it worked out really well. Well, and you're sending a message to the rest of your employees too, when you're not giving up on someone. I mean, if, if when a lot of companies, if you're losing money on a sales rep in the first year, they're gone. But the fact that you continued to not give up on her and allow her to fail forward 
has really paid off. And again, that leads to a, a level of commitment and loyalty when employees see that you have their back and you're not going to let them go at the first sign of things not going well. Oh, definitely. You know, you learn a lot more in defeat than you learn in victory. And that's the thing. And if, as long as a person is learning and going forward and keeps trying, that's a winner. And that's somebody that I want to be associated with going forward. So that's, that's how we have populated our, our company here. And I, you know, I don't call anyone a, an employee. They're all team members here because we're all on the same team. Right. Well, and some of the other unique aspects of your business that we've talked about are the fact that you offer more flexible hours and unlimited vacation time. So <laughs> tell, us, tell us a little bit about that, because we hear all of these things with Netflix and these other companies offering unlimited vacation times and people are like, how do they do that? Why do, you know, do people take advantage of it? How do you get any work done when you're just uh, basically allowing your employees to do whatever it is they want to do? So how has that worked for you? It's worked out well. And one of the reasons is because whether you're an employee or the owner of the business, this is your business. Okay. And we succeed when everyone succeeds. So we do allow we do have unlimited vacation here, but the rule is you have to have somebody to cover for you. So there's never a time when anyone's on vacation when a customer is not served. There's never a time when somebody's on vacation when their emails are not monitored. So it's incumbent upon you if you want the response, if you want the privilege of unlimited vacation, you have the responsibility of making sure that everyone's covered. And it's worked out excellent. You know, I, I think that in society, we tend to value work too much. I mean, compared to European societies, Americans work far more. And that's not what life's all about. Someone once told me, one of the uh, gentlemen I worked for many years ago, is he told me, Nothing that happens inside these walls is as important as what happens outside these walls. And I've kind of carried that philosophy forward. And, um, you know, your work needs to be done. You need to hit your numbers, but you also need to have a life outside of here. That's what you're working for. Right. So you have the communication that people are responsible for filling their slots to making sure that they're covered but you're also empowering them and treating them like the adult human beings that they are, that they can have that work-life flexibility that is so important, especially in these last you know, 19 months, 20 months, however long it's been with COVID now, that people are starting to change their priorities, shift their priorities, where it sounds like you've been pretty much doing that all along, and it's really helping you to keep the people that you have. So it's funny that you mentioned that, Lisa, because the funny part about it is in 2012, when I started Motion Source, um, I'm an old IT guy. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to set up the system where everything is in the cloud, our phone systems in the cloud, our networks in the cloud, our business systems in the cloud. And I thought to myself, if we ever have a snow day, everybody could still work from home. Never did I imagine there'd be a pandemic where we'd be closed for how long? 
But last year during the pandemic, we worked remotely for 15 months and everybody worked from home. Nobody skipped a beat. There was never a phone call that was missed. But everybody worked a lot harder because I think they considered it a privilege to be able to work from home. We never laid anybody off. We never had any shutdown as far as that goes. And it worked a lot better. And it, it was a perfect union of technology and uh, communication with our employees. And how are you handling that now? They were working exclusively from home for 15 months. Is there now, uh, do they have to come back? Are there, is there even more flexibility ver of, of working versus coming to the office? Or how is that working out now? We have flexible hours. So if um, we have some employees that have to come in a little bit later during the school year because they're taking their children to school um, and they come in earlier in the summertime, uh, if you want to take time off, you can take time off. It's actually, I, in one way where the pandemic really helped is it validated our business model of allowing people to work remotely. So there's never a time where you have to come into the company. If you want to come into the office, you're welcome to come into the office. If not, you can work from home, but you know, you're an adult, so you're responsible for completing everything you need to complete. Right. And I think that there's so, again, just empowering your employees, letting them know that you trust them, because I can't tell you how many horror stories that I hear about companies that, I mean, they're monitoring people's minutes on the phone. They're monitoring people's keystrokes on the computer to make absolutely sure that they are not ripping you off by working from home because you've seen it. I've seen it. We've all seen it who trust employees that when given the, the trust to do the work they need to do on their own without the distractions at home, chances are good that they are going to work even harder for you while they're at home. And because you've trusted them with that flexibility, they're also going to stay with your company instead of looking for that next company that's going to give them that flexibility that they're looking for. Exactly. I mean, one of the, I, I think the best compliment I've ever received and one of the things that makes me smile is when I've had people tell me, you know, this is the best place I've ever worked. I'm never leaving here. And that's, that means a lot to me. Exactly. So if you were looking at the, all the things that you do within Motion Source, what are the, the things that are working best for you? Communication. Whenever an employee call, I'm, I'm sorry, whenever a customer calls in, I've worked for companies where, and we still deal with some suppliers, where uh, when a customer calls in for a quote, it takes a week to get back for, the, for a quote. We have a rule here that we'll get back to you within 20 minutes with a price because a lot of times people are waiting on that price so they can place their order or there may be a reseller where they need to get back to their customer on that. So um, that's one of the rules that we have here is you have to get back to somebody within 20 minutes with pricing and availability on, a, on something. Um, we do that. We work with, we never sell parts, we sell value. So there's many times when I empowered the employees to do this. It's better to lose a sale and tell a customer, you know what, what you have is the perfect solution for it. Just work with it. And here's how you want to tweak it to get it to work better 
rather than trying to sell them something new because those people always come back. They know that you have their back. And our whole job here is to make you as a customer look like a rock star, whether it's to your customer or whether it's to your boss. Well, I think from a that 20 minute rule has got to lead, lead to a lot more closed business than people who wait a week. I mean, a, a lot of times the first person that gets the quote back is the one that wins the business. So that 20 minute rule, I'm sure that that leads to a, a lot more sales than letting those quotes fall through the cracks too. Oh, sure. The company I used to work for before I came here was in a similar industry. It was not unusual for it to be a week, a week and a half, two weeks to get back to a customer on a quote. Nobody wants to wait that long. What if you went to uh, the store and wanted to buy a pair of shoes and they said, you know, you like those shoes? Okay, well, you know what? Come back next week and we'll give you a price on those. Would you ever go back there again? No. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the same thing in industry. So, I mean, it's important to get back to people. It shows that you care. It shows that you're invested in them. And that's the best way to do business. That's how I would want to be treated. So that's how we treat our customers. Right. And it also prevents a lot of those from falling through the cracks that, oh, no, I was supposed to get back to this person and I never did. And by that time, they've already chosen another supplier anyway. Exactly. So from a networking standpoint, if you were to think about something that you would like to learn from other manufacturers or distributors, what would that be? And by the same token, what are some of the insights that you would be willing to share if somebody reached out to you? As far as what I would like to learn from other manufacturers and other businesses is what are your practices as far as closing business? What is your practices as far as pricing, things like that. And what I would like to share is I mean, the most important thing is communication. Communication is a key. You always have to remain in contact with your customers, with your your team members, and everyone else. If you have great communication, you have a great culture, and you have a great business. Well, that sounds like it. Well, there are some really great ideas that you've shared with us today. What is, when it comes to, Motion source, you know, who are the type of businesses that you reach out to? What would be, you know, good contacts or good connections for you? Anybody in the rubber industry, we're very big in the rubber industry. We have a lot of products that we can that we can help them with. Food processing, food servicing, packaging industry. We have a number of customers in the packaging industry. Um, the auto industry and the steel industry, anybody in those uh, sectors, we can help you with. We've also added a couple line items where we're more of a green business out now. So we offer green solutions for everything where there's no electricity involved. A lot of our pumps are solar pumps. We can offer you that. It's just for Going forward, I think that's going to be the way things go. And so we've kind of jumped into that right away. Absolutely. And if somebody did want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? On LinkedIn, you'll find us on, uh, you can look me up, Chip Hautala on Motion. Uh, uh, on LinkedIn, you can look up Motion Source International on LinkedIn. 
Our, our website is motionsource1.com, M-O-T-I-O-N-S-O-U-R-C-E, the number one.com. Everything that we sell, there's a manual for there online, uh, online for that. And, or you can give us a call at 888-963-MOTO um, or 963-6686. Wonderful. Well, Chip, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for inviting me to be on. I'm Lisa Ryan, and this is the Manufacturers Network Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Hey, do me a favor. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Also, feel free to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can grow the network and connect more fantastic folks just like you. You can either go to the website at manufacturers-network.com or share the podcast on your LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you and your industry friends hang out. The bigger and faster we grow this network, the stronger and deeper community we will have. I appreciate you. Thank you.